This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Not Lukewarm Podcast with Diana Bartolini, a speaker, writer, and spiritual director who wants you to know your faith and live not lukewarm. Hello, everyone. It is Diana Bartolini with the Not Lukewarm Podcast. And I am excited to be back here with you today. Before I start on the topic for today, I want uh, to give you a brief announcement. On Sunday, May 28th, the church celebrates the Feast of Pentecost, which is when the Holy Spirit descended upon the apostles and our Blessed Mother who were waiting in the upper room for Jesus to send the Spirit. And of course, Jesus always does what Jesus says he's going to do. And so he did indeed send the Holy Spirit. And we now celebrate that every year, 50 days after Easter on the Feast of Pentecost. That time that the apostles and Mary spent in the upper room is considered a novena. It is a time that they separated themselves and waited, and they spent their time in prayer, and probably in fasting as well. And so this is where the church gets the idea of a novena. We, that is anyone who chooses to join me, can also celebrate the Pentecost novena, I am going to be writing uh, some brief reflections every day for nine days on one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit and sending them to you along with a prayer to pray each day for the novena. And we will begin this novena on May 19th, and it'll go through the 27th. So if you are interested in joining the Not Lukewarm community for the Pentecost novena, I will have a link in the show notes where you can just send me your email and I will add you to the list and you will get the Novena Prayers every day beginning May 19th. So that's my announcement for today about the Pentecost Novena coming up in a couple of weeks. Next thing, what's the topic for today? I'm not sure if this is going to be the title of the episode or not, but the topic is better. Better. God wants better for you. And that could also include you becoming a little better at certain things. So we're going to look at what does this mean to be better? How do we get better? In what areas do we need to be better? And I'm going to focus first on looking at the idea of micro habits. So I'm going to, I'm going to combine a little bit of secular things and holy things, because really, that's how we live our life, isn't it? Everything is not separated into neat little boxes, at least not in my life. We're going to talk about that. I believe that God has something better for you. I believe God has something better for me. And I also know that I want to be better. And so I'm going to make a leap of faith and say that you also want to be better in some fashion. Just a little bit, little bit of background, maybe. I really like self-improvement books. I am a big believer that no one is stuck being how they are. If you want to be different in your behavior, in your activity, and you have the mental capacity to change, then you can do it. Now, I cannot will myself to be five foot ten. I would love to be five foot ten. I am five foot three and maybe a half. Uh, my whole family is tall. The running joke is the grandchildren will be taller than me soon, and they probably will be. I cannot make myself five foot 10. There are lots of other things I can do though, and that's what we're gonna talk about. So this idea of self-improvement 
again, not in this way that says I'm so horrible, I need to be made better, but things that I don't even like about myself that kind of annoy me about myself. I'm sure there are things that you maybe don't like about yourself that maybe you wish were different. So that's what we're talking about. I like books about time management, how to make better use of your time, how to keep things simple and doable. And I am a big believer in learning a process to make things simpler and easier to follow, more doable. I really believe in that sort of a process. So there's something called micro habits, right? And so micro is small. We know that that's what that word means. So micro habits are are small changes. This idea of maybe not going from zero to 100, but maybe going from zero to one. Just like a 1% shift, a tiny thing that you can do to make things better. Sometimes they can be pieces of a larger habit that people want to break down and put into place. And so you segment out this big thing that you want to do into something small, small discernible pieces that if you do all of them each day, all of a sudden, boom, then you're doing this bigger habit. One of the people that I like that I've read his book a couple of times and I have his newsletter is James Clear. And he is the author of Atomic Habits. And he says this, this is one of his quotes that I really like. You are the average of the five habits you repeat most. You are the average of the five habits you repeat most. When I was a little girl, I had a horrible habit. I bit my nails, terribly bit my nails all the time back in those days, they put that nasty tasting stuff on my nails to make me stop. It didn't make me stop. I still have kind of icky nails, not because I bite them. I try not to, not going to lie. Occasionally I do bite my cuticles. I know that sounds really gross. Sorry. I don't like it. And so one of the things that I can do if I want to stop biting my nails is I just put clear nail polish on them because then I think it look, they look a little better, and so I stop. So that's one little tiny, tiny thing that you can do, right, to stop a bad habit, maybe. As I was pondering other things I wanted to say in this episode, I was like, where, where do we get our good habits from? I think the Ten Commandments is a really good place to start. And you can look those up in Exodus chapter 20. And I'm going to briefly just go over some of the commandments and how they instill good habits in us. So first, the first habit that is is in the Ten Commandments is, I am the Lord your God, you shall have no other gods before me. And so the habit there maybe could be said as, put God first, put God first. And if we put God first, the chances are, we're going to be more inclined to do things that are right and good and helpful and kind in our life and toward other people other things then will follow from that. What are some other good habits that are in the Ten Commandments? Don't swear. Go to church on Sundays. Be faithful. Honor your parents. Tell the truth. Don't be envious of other people and don't want their things. Those are all good habits. Those are really good habits to have. There, there are other habits, other situations maybe that we come across. We say to ourselves, okay, I want to be better and I'm frustrated because I can't I can't do it all at once. I want to look Luke uh, chapter 16. And this chapter encompasses a lot of Jesus's teachings in terms of people who are honest, dishonest, faithful, unfaithful. And he's talking about being a good steward of your resources. In Luke chapter 16, verse 10, he says, he who is faithful in a very little 
is faithful also in much, and he who is dishonest in very little is dishonest also in much. Being faithful in small things helps us to be faithful in big things. And so that's where I see that connection between micro changes and our faith. Even Jesus is saying, do small things, do them carefully, do them well, and then you can be trusted, and then you can be trusted with bigger matters. I think that's a really good idea. I think that's a really good way of looking at it. As I thought some more about some habits, as you know, I am a spiritual director. And one of the things that I encourage everyone, whether they are my spiritual directee, is to have a consistent prayer life. And so people will say, well, how am I supposed to have a consistent prayer life? What, what can I do? What are some things I can do to make sure that my prayer life is consistent? Well, one thing is, is you can make sure you do it at the same time every day. That's a small thing to do. Another thing is that you can have it ready in a certain place for yourself every day. And if you can't leave it in a certain place, maybe you can have at least your Bible and your journal or whatever prayer book you're using as well, all stacked together with a pen and a pencil so that you have it, if not literally in a chair that you can sit on, because maybe other people would disturb it if you left it out, put it in a little basket or put it on your night table by your bed, Uh, put it somewhere easy to access, bookmark the scripture you're going to read, have a copy of the prayer you're going to use right there in front of you on top of the book. The less time we spend looking for our stuff to get settled, the more time than we have for prayer. Follow the same procedure. It doesn't have to always be different. It can be the same routine that we have, and we simply work on making that routine better, and then it becomes really a habit for us, which is really the point, right? To be a habit. One of the goals that I have personally is to sit in quiet prayer, so in in contemplation and meditation, imaginative prayer, any one of those, for an hour. That's a long time. And for some people, that is not possible because of your life circumstances. And that's okay. But 10 minutes. And so maybe you can't start with 10 minutes. Maybe you start being quiet for two. And then after a few days of two, you go to three. And then you go to five. Oftentimes, we look at, well, I want this big goal. And so I'm going to get rid of all the things that stand in my way and I'm just going to focus on the big goal and keep going. And honestly, that can work in some situations, but it can't work in all. And then when we can't do the hour of quiet prayer, we go, failure, big fat F, I screwed up again, I messed up, I'm no good. But if you set yourself up for success with two minutes of prayer, and then you go to three, and then you go to five, each time you progress a little bit, you feel like, yay, I did it. I'm working toward the goal. And maybe your goal will be 20 minutes, and that's great. My goal does not need to be your goal. As a matter of fact, if everyone's goals were always the same, that would be bad, because then that would mean that the world was all going to somehow wind up looking very similar to each other. And that's not a good idea. We all need to be the person that God calls us to be, which is a unique individual created by him for a specific purpose. I want to talk about purpose for a minute. Sometimes people flounder. What is their purpose? What is their goal? And I don't know if you know the story of St. Francis of Assisi. He is one of my heroes for many reasons. And now we're going to have like a little 70s flashback here, folks. All right. 
not going to lie, we're having a 70s flashback. The movie Brother, Son, Sister Moon. I know it's not perfect, and I know that it all didn't happen that way, but please let me have my throwback to the 70s for a second here. There was a song in there called If You Want Your Dream to Be. It was also known as the San Damiano song, and it was written by Donovan. Donovan, Scottish songwriter, he wrote all the music for the song, uh, excuse me, for the movie Brother, Son, Sister Moon. In the song, which the setting of the song is that Francis has heard the crucifix at San Damiano speaking to him saying, rebuild my church. And the church is in total disrepair. And he is trying to rebuild it. And at the moment, he's rebuilding it in this scene with people, with little children, with with people who are homeless, with people who are infirm. And one of his friends come and looking at him in his bare feet and tattered robes and thinking, Francis, what, what are you doing? And then this song begins because Francis is trying to show his friend, what is he doing? And the name of the song, like you said, like I said, is if you want your dream to be, and this is how it goes. And I'm not singing for you, but I will drop a link to the song in the show notes on YouTube. If you want to listen to it, I like you all way too much to sing to you day by day, stone by stone, Build it slow and surely. Small beginnings, greater ends. Heartfelt work grows purely. And then the song goes on. Do few things, but do them well. Simple joys are holy. Do few things, but do them well. Simple joys are holy. Day by day, stone by stone, build your secret slowly. Day by day, you'll grow too. You'll know heaven's glory. Someday I want to know heaven's glory. This is just, for me, another reminder that doing things slowly, carefully, with the help of God, with the focus on him. Francis was so focused on rebuilding the physical church of San Damiano right outside the the walls of Assisi. That wasn't what God was calling him to do. God was calling him to point out the flaws and the, the what was going on in the larger church with a capital C, not the church building, but the church itself and how it could be made better. That's what God wanted Francis to do. And so when we put ourselves in front of God and we say to him, how do you want me to be better? He's going to tell you. And that, my friends, is your not lukewarm challenge for this week. And I know it's tough and it's deep. And you know what? If you want to talk about it, just shoot me an email and we'll set up a time to talk. I'm happy to help. I truly am happy to help. I consider it a blessing to be able to walk with people who want to know God better. So ask yourself, no, sorry, you're not asking yourself. Ask God in prayer this week, Lord, what is the better that you want for me? What is the better that you want for me? How can I be better? However you need to phrase it, whatever brings joy and peace to your soul is how you should ask the question. But that's really the crux of it is how can we be better? Where does God want us to be better? For me, God wants me to be better in my prayer life, to be more committed, to give more time, to give more energy to it. And at this point in my life, I am able to do that. And God's not going to ask you to do something that makes no sense. Believe me when I say that, please. 
it may seem like it makes no sense, but go with it anyway, because he wants better for you all the time. So that's your challenge. Find out what better God wants or has for you. And uh, if you really want to have a fun 70s throwback, go to the show notes and check out Brother, Son, Sister Moon uh, if you want your dream to be. And let me know if you want to be a part of the Pentecost Novena. Again, link in the show notes. Have a wonderful week. God bless you. And hope you are always able to live not lukewarm. Thanks for listening to the Not Lukewarm Podcast, a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, tell a friend, or leave a review wherever you listen. Show notes and links are at notlukewarmpodcast.com.